0: Welcome to Sloss and Girl Speaks. I'm your host, Slossin' Girl, bringing you world news with a South Central state of mind. Sleeping overnight in your cars, in vans, and RVs will now be again restricted in certain parts of Los Angeles. The City Council voted 13 to zero a few weeks ago to reinstate rules that would limit where people could live in their vehicles. The law is now in effect from 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. on residential streets and at any time within 500 feet of a park, licensed school, preschool, or daycare facility. Many people who opposed these restrictions were in attendance at the Los Angeles City Council meeting where they had the vote and as numerous city council folks voted to reimpose these limits, people began shouting in the audience, shame on you, shame on you. These limits come as homelessness is only increasing in Los Angeles County as a whole. The 2019 homeless count, which keeps up with the yearly statistics of the homeless rates in Los Angeles County, revealed that homelessness is up by 16% in LA County and up by 12% in the city of Los Angeles, despite $600 million that the city received within the last year alone to address the homelessness crisis in Los Angeles. Nicole Lindsay, also known as It's Your Girl Nico, on Instagram, gave five students $5,000 in scholarships this weekend. Her Education is Key campaign became a familiar sight in the Instagram feeds of Los Angeles locals over the last five months. She was determined to raise this money for inner city youth because she understands how hard the financial burden of college can be, especially on first-time college students and those coming from the inner city. It is amazing to see young women like Nico accomplish goals that she has that benefit not herself but others. Now that she has finished her 2019 fundraiser, she is gearing up for her 2020 Education is Key campaign. This will be a yearly event where she raises money to give scholarships to inner-city youth. Thank you so much, Nico. Your work is greatly appreciated. There was a march and rally held for Ryan Twyman. Ryan Twyman is the 24 year old who was shot and killed by sheriff's deputies in an unincorporated area of Willowbrook on June the 9th, 2019. Video from the incident was released which shows that officers approached Twyman as he sat in a parking stall and they opened the rear door with their guns drawn. This probably surprised Mr. Twyman who, in the video we can see, reverses his car. As he tries to get out of this deadly situation, he catches one of the deputies in the car door. The sheriff's deputies have been tight-lipped on the case, so the family and their supporters met in front of Southwest College and, and held a rally. And from there, they marched half, about two blocks down the street to the sheriff's station, which is off of Imperial near 120th. Timera Finley, who is the owner and designer of the Los Angeles fashion brand, House of Mira, had her Goddess Community Park Day and Youth Conference this weekend at Harvard Park. The free event for the kids and family was designed as a way to give back to the community and just bring light to a community that has been faced with such tragedy in the recent months. The event had face painting, school supply giveaway, food, a jumper, tie dye making t-shirts for the kids, as well as a Tommy the Clown performance. Check out Timera Finley on Instagram at Tymira is amazing or her fashion brand. House of Mira online and on Instagram. We are days away from the premiere of South Central Love, the movie, written, directed, and starring Christina Cooper. At Regal LA Live on August 11th, the movie will premiere, and I will be in attendance, Shout out to Christina Um It has just been an amazing journey watching Christina complete her project. This young woman is a all- around hustler from our section she She's a entrepreneur she is driven, and whatever she says she's going to do when she puts her mind to it, consider it done. She's given a lot of opportunities to local talent for this project. You're going to see some some familiar faces from. You know staple projects in the black community such as the wood you're going to see talent from familiar shows such as walling out and a lot of people that are from our community that that are dope who haven't been given that platform christina has created this platform or these opportunities through her through her film Soft central love and it's it's going to be dope it's going to be dope to see the finished product i reached out to to christina because I saw what she was doing and and trying to address gun violence through her art and what she is doing aligns with my own dreams and goals. And so I told her, like girl, I'm speaking into existence, like me and you were going to partner on a project, you know, and it's just amazing to see young women really out here not waiting for opportunities not waiting to get tapped and pulled in but being resourceful and looking around them in their community and figuring out ways to make it happen so we have so many sold out shows for south central Love, the movie which is showing in select theaters in los angeles there's also going to be a showing in places such as miami and even mississippi so Go over to Christina Cooper's bio on Instagram or South Central Love the movie on Instagram to get tickets. If you still can, we are days away from the premiere. There has been a lot of news and controversy surrounding the Marathon Clothing Lot, located on Slauson and Crenshaw, after Nipsey Hussle's assassination. A few months after his assassination, the New York Times began to release a series of articles detailing how the city of Los Angeles was investigating Nipsey Hussle for gang activity at the Marathon Clothing Lot prior to his death. It is no secret that Nipsey Hussle is a member of the Roland 60s Crip Gang, which is one of the largest Crip Gangs in Los Angeles. He raps about it in his music all the time, and he always talked about how he wanted to give job opportunities to those who couldn't get jobs because they were felons. I know it's been a long journey long history but this is exactly what we want to be able to do yes, our people from our neighborhood owning the dirt owning the buildings and building the kind of businesses that our community deserves 100 thank you for that bro absolutely man. This,
1: this this is a just full circle for me just decades you know being being in this area in this parking lot and yep. then just everything going on outside of this i think it's perfect time and it's, it's a perfect intersection for what we're doing with the music trying to bring tourism to the area just yep. trying to improve you know the community and I'm excited, you know, Dave, thank you for partnering, making it possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sky's the limit for real. That's right, that's right. Now, it's, it's exciting what we plan to do, and I feel bad because they spent so much time and put so much energy in the, making the fish shack and Steve's barbershop. But our plans for the future are to redevelop this into yeah. a, a, a mixed development retail and um, multifamily complex. Mm-hmm. So the Marathon store will always, always be there. By we'll the barber shop, the fish shack, and some other high quality retail. And then we're gonna build um, quality, affordable housing on top. Right.
0: Hopefully right. hundreds,
1: right. 100, 100 plus units.
0: Need. That's what we need right here by the train. Yeah. Right. We're gonna have Destination Crenshaw popping off on Crenshaw on the boulevard. Yeah. Uh, millions of people literally will come from LAX. That'll be their first stop in the city of LA. They'll be able to jump off, come to the Marathon right. store. Uh, and get high-quality retail in our community. So it's a big deal for us. 100%. yeah, Win, win, win. A few days ago, a fence, a large fence, was erected around the lot on Slauson and Crenshaw. This property where Nipsey Hussle has operated his Marathon clothing store out of for about 8 to 10 years has been closed since his murder. Nipsey Hussle also operates several other businesses out of this parking lot, including a barbershop in honor of his late friend Fats, a Cajun restaurant that is currently under construction, as well as a cell phone shop that they have operated for a while now. In January, Nipsey Hussle partnered with real estate developer David Gross to purchase the lot on Slauson and Crenshaw. It is unclear if there are other investors, maybe silent investors, um, that help them to secure the lot, the, uh, to secure the purchase of the lot, but Nipsey Hustle definitely is an owner of this lot. A lot of people have been making videos on YouTube talking about how Nipsey Hustle is not listed as an owner on any of the the paperwork regarding the property on Slauson and Crenshaw. A lot of defaming videos have been made actually about Nipsey Hussle's business partner, David Gross, to the point where he allegedly reached out to former videographer for Rockefeller Records, Choke No Joke, after Choke posted allegations to his Instagram saying that Nipsey Hussle did not own the property and that people needed to watch their business partners before they're swindled out of business deals and Choke No Joke made a video relaying that allegedly David Gross had reached out to him and relayed that the information that he posted was right but the reason why Nipsey Hussle wasn't listed on any of the paperwork is because he's a felon so it's David Gross is not answered publicly to these allegations, but he took to his Instagram a few days ago to release letters that he was being sent by the city attorney's office of Los Angeles that requested a meeting with him back in February to discuss gang activity at the lot. This is following the purchase of the property by Mr. Gross and Ipsy Hussle gross is the person listed as the agent or the manager of the property so this is why he's receiving all the correspondence for the property people have a lot of questions there in terms of well why aren't the police writing black sam or other members of his family um david gross partnered with nipsey so he is definitely the owner or a owner so the new york times had already talked about this correspondence um and david groves said that he waited six months to speak publicly about them because he felt that it was not his story to tell or something to that effect and that he did not want to make it appear that he was engaged in any kind of conflict publicly with city officials because you know as a real estate developer what you need is solid relationships with city officials at least enough to get your projects approved you know and if you're in opposition with city officials mm, that means that your projects you know are probably going to be a little bit slower on being approved or might not even get approved so uh, that's understandable the fence going up around the marathon lot um, according to Nipsey Hussle's team and David Gross is so that they could begin the Stages of Nipsey Hustle Tower. David Gross took to his Instagram as well to release a video um, that he filmed with Nipsey Hustle and Marquise Harris Dawson, who is the city councilman of the area. They were inside the, the uh, Marathon Clothing Store lot on Lawson and Crenshaw, discussing their plans for the lot. Nipsey Hustle. Although the vibe does seem a little solemn, he thanks David Gross for, you know, helping to purchase the lot and they discuss their plans, which Nipsey Hussle out his own mouth says that he wants to attract, Nipsey Hussle says that he wants to attract tourists to the area and they plan to tear down the entire structure to rebuild it, to make Residential units on top of retail space. The Marathon Clothing Store will be the anchor store, but it'll just be rebuilt. A lot of people wonder, you know, well, they were before he was killed and before they were, you know, Presented with the offer to purchase the property, but they were presented with the offer to purchase the property because the previous owners of that property were being pressured by the city of Los Angeles to kick them out of the spaces that they were renting. And so this is why, um, you know, people are wondering, you know, well, before he was killed, they had just built the barbershop um, in honor of Fats they were building the Cajun restaurant, um, you know, so Nipsey Hussle seems to have reinvested, you know, a lot of his money maybe that he got um, from Atlantic for an advance, or, I mean, I don't really know the specifics, but he seemed like he was reinvesting money into businesses in the lot, even though they were still renting. And, you know, Black Sam, during his eulogy at Nipsey Hussle's, funeral of all the things you know he talked about he talked about his brother building a computer from scratch you know and he also mentioned just the the behind the scenes about how they were able to purchase the property if we didn't hear that from sam we would have had no clue about that huge piece and i feel like you know i mean it doesn't really matter how i feel personally it's about what you can prove in court you know what i'm saying and at this point Shitty cuz is charged with the murder and he's most likely going to go down. You know, he he did it. He shot Nipsey Hussle. Allegedly, that's what they're saying. You know, but for those of us who are, are, are students of history, those of us who have studied the ways in which black America has been systematically disenfranchised and attacked so that we do not maintain a level of power that could rival white supremacy You start to think a little deeper about Nipsey Hussle's murder, especially now that you know that the LAPD have been pressuring the owners to evict them from their businesses. Okay, they were trying to economically wipe them out. And the fact that Nipsey Hussle was able to purchase the property with David Gross further pissed the city of Los Angeles off, in particular the city attorney's office um, of Mike Feuer. And so when you talk about this train that's about to be built through Crenshaw, you know, and the city council people, they brag about it. They say out their mouth, you know, the black man, he's like, you know, the people from LAX, they're going to be able to slide, um, you know, up and down Crenshaw with this rail and Slauson and Crenshaw is going to be one of the major stops. And then this store, this lot right here is going to be attracting a lot of People from all over the world, okay. There is gentrification, a gentrification process currently happening in Los Angeles, a major one. Thousands of people are being displaced. 56,000 people are homeless on the streets of Los Angeles. But everywhere you turn, there are new residential, commercial, buildings being built that tells you that none of this stuff is being built for the people who currently occupy the city of Los Angeles it's like a takeover that's happening um new investments to attract a new range of people and it sucks that Nipsey Hussle was in the midst to reap the benefits of this hopefully you know his family is still able to reap the benefits uh, which I'm sure they are you know But it just sucks that we had a black man that had hustled blood, sweat, and tears out this parking lot to getting to a position of ownership. Then he's wiped out, murdered, assassinated in broad daylight in this lot. There's no way you can't tell me that his murder isn't somehow connected to the ownership of that property into the city of Los Angeles who don't want to see black people in positions of power unless it's somehow controlled by them, you know? Um, So... The fence around the lot also comes um, in anticipation of Nipsey Hussle's birthday. You know, fans had created event brights, calling people to the Marathon Clothing Store on his birthday for a celebration. Nipsey Hussle's family and team released a whole statement and said they do not endorse any of these events. You know, that they had received numerous calls and emails about celebrations at the lot. And then a few days later, this 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 fence goes up. And then David Gross, you know, details the correspondence between the LAPD. So, and then they say, you know, we're in preparation of Nipsey Hussle Tower, but no real plans on, you know, like models for the project. No, you know, word on where exactly they are in the permit and demolition process. Like no real word on what exactly the next step is other than a huge fence going up. And so the fence could also be to make sure that there's no pandemonium on Nipsey Hussle's birthday on the property, and it also could be to appease city leaders who are determined to label the Sawson and Crenshaw property as a public nuisance because that allows them to go in under law and shut that down, you know. The city wants that property, and the question will be, in the end, will they get what they want, or will Nipsey Hussle Tower be completed and maintained and controlled you know, by the family, as well as gross. So I sat down with South Central's own, Six Seth, who is an artist and fashion whiz from the district. You might know him from the collaboration that he did with Nipsey Hussle with the Slauson Supermall design, the limited edition hoodie, was released under the Marathon Clothing in 2017. This piece is such a staple to the community and it really represents the area that we're from with landmarks being incorporated into clothing. I sat down with Sixev at Mingle's T-Bar on Crenshaw to get his thoughts on his new project that he released and the inspiration behind his music and fashion pursuits. So, I am here with the South Central Crenshaw District up-and-coming fashion whiz and artist, Sixsev. How are you doing today?
1: I'm great, I'm great.
0: That's what's up. So, we're over here at Mingles Tea Bar on Crenshaw in Manchester, and we're just going to talk a little bit with Seb about his recent project that he just dropped and just a little bit about his background as a native of the Crenshaw district. So, what inspired the name Six Seb?
1: Uh, so Six Seb. Pretty much it represents like a duality, like a balance of like good and bad. It has several meanings, but you know that's like the broad concept of it, but then it, the number also like applies to me in many ways, and it was a, like a nickname I created, me and the homies, we used to all wear polo, and if you know anything about polo, six seven <laughs> Okay, okay.
0: How old are you?
1: I'm um, 23, just turned 23 on July 17th, which okay. I dropped my album that day too.
0: True, true, all right. Happy belated birthday. Yeah, I
1: got my own emoji, check it out.
0: Okay, and your emoji is?
1: The calendar emoji, the it says July 17th.
0: Okay, yeah. all right. That's so
1: cool. you can remember
0: that day. All right, so make sure y'all um, you see the July 17th, that's <laughs> 6-7, you know, pay yeah. homage. So you, let's talk a little bit about this project that you just dropped. Um, it was about 12, 13 songs. And um, I listened to it, and I'm not even going to try to cap you up, nah, you feel me, but kudos, kudos, you know. I caught myself shedding a little tear. I think it was on a South Central sale, like the song where you talk about, like, the love that you have for your community and how you would rather walk on you said you would rather walk on... gunshells gun and eggshells. I egg oh, was make Crenshaw great again. Okay, make Crenshaw great again. Okay, yeah, that's the that's one I the said, one. said The Little Terry. You feel me? I was yeah, like, yeah, okay, I you're see. getting too real in here. You know, I like the way <laughs> that you use the project to address issues that were currently happening to us, such as gentrification, you know? Um, when you were making the project, what were some of the general themes that you wanted to get across?
1: Oh, um... So, there was a lot of themes, but the themes were, like, small bars. So, like, I would collect bars that I would had from, like, over five years and just put them together just to get that, like, expression out. Uh, but the overall theme maybe is just, like, perseverance, uh, like, community, um, like, self-awareness, uh, like, self-value, knowing what your, your worth and, and betting on yourself, like, believing in yourself.
0: Right.
1: And, and then also, like, bouncing back because, you know, everybody fall and everybody go through hard times, but you got to keep it going. Right.
0: No, definitely, definitely. So when you look around your South Central community in 2019, what are some of the things that you see?
1: Uh, I see... I see gentrification for sure, like, literally construction everywhere and the the landscape is changing. And then, like, you can look at it in two ways. You can look at it as, like, progression, because, like, everything changes over time. You know, you can't, something can't stay the same forever. And then also, like, you can look at it as, like, negatively, and it's like, damn, like, they're taking our shit away from us. So. You, at that point, you got to decide. Like, you either going to, uh, like, try to get in to where you could take advantage of what's happening or you just going to sit back and complain, like, you know? Right. So, like, if we all, like, come together, we definitely have a voice of what's going on in the community. So that's what the song Make Crenshaw Great Again, was a call to, like, you know? Mm.
0: Okay, okay. So, Make Crenshaw Great Again is also a... A brand at this point that you that you have, and you have your your hats that kind of play on the the Donald Trump situation of of make America great again. What inspired "Make Crenshaw Great Again" the slogan for you?
1: Um, I always have like. Uh Epiphanies, and like that was just one of them. It just clicked, and I'm just like, yo, like, because, like, I would hear people always like talking about like trying to fix the world or save the world or do these big causes, and it's like, man, I'm not even worried about what's the focus at hand, like right here in front of your face. So I just felt like, man, I can't make the world great, I could make Crenshaw great and then use that as like a blueprint for other communities and be influential in that way so hmm. and nice. also um, the hat like even making a hat to me like I wouldn't even that was a corny idea if I wasn't actually like putting in work and making the community better that's the only way that like the hat is monumental because like I'm actually it's a real movement it's not right. just like
0: uh-huh. a
1: fad or a trend you know
0: right
1: there's
0: action behind the idea or the concept yeah It's powerful Recently, you had presidential candidate Joe Biden slide through the hood. Um, He went to Dulan's. Was that Dulan's on Crenshaw or the one Mm -hmm.
1: across the street from me?
0: Okay. And you had a chance to give Joe Biden a "Make Crenshaw Great Again" hat for you. You yeah, you tossed it to him yeah. can you um tell the audience uh, bring them to that moment like what was happening you know so
1: that morning the homie calmatic had called me first my mom liked the news across the street so i'm like oh shit but i didn't really think nothing of it so the homie calmatic called me like yo like
0: and calmatic he's a video videographer yeah director director he,
1: he directed the old town real video Yeah, he calls me and he's like, bro, like, he going to be at Dublin? you should try to get him a hat. So I'm like, oh, that's a move. And when I first went over there, they weren't trying to give me no information. It was closed. they're like it's a private event and whatever. So, you know, I'm like, all right, I left, went to Lemur Park, came back uh seen him outside by the time i had crossed the street i just like went across the. i walked across the train tracks and all i didn't even like cross at the light so then i crossed the street though he was already getting in the car so i'm like fuck. so i start asking questions like where he go they're like oh he in his car right here so he rode down the window to do his last little wave and i threw the hat in and it was perfect because like he had no choice but to speak about the hat like so
0: Made Crenshaw great again. He
1: shouted it out. Yeah. That was dope. That and was and dope. he grilled Donald Trump without really grilling him. He was like, it was like he likes soul cool. food. He was like, nah, I know he likes McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, right, right. And that was dope in terms of like branding and product placement and stuff like that, you know, because I know TMZ, their tabloid, whatever, but you know, their reach is yes. it's, it's crazy. They, you know, had a picture of Joe Biden with the with hat. the hat. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that's crazy. It's actually pretty dope.
1: Perfect promo too for my tape just dropped Right. So I was like, yeah, that's De- good. Definitely good promo.
0: Definitely <laughs> good promo, for sure. What is your favorite song on your project?
1: Hmm. Oh, that one's hard. Uh, I don't really know, but... Who okay. Shot Nip is very special. Mm. That's a very special song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dance With Me is a great song because, like, that is the one that, like, marked, like, the whole movement of me and my friends. Like, mm-hmm. like that's... The whole vibe of that song is just crazy, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so... Okay. okay. Yeah, it's a couple. It's a lot of good songs. Every song, though, I put like something real in it, so mm-hmm. I can't really pick one over the other. But okay, yeah, I would say "Who Shot Is Special though.
0: Okay, for sure, for sure. So since you mentioned this song, this is um, definitely something I wanted to touch on with you. Um, clearly, that song was written after you know Nipsey was killed. Um, yeah. w- Nipsey's been gone now for about three, four months. What made you want to put this song on your project?
1: So, like, I ideally wouldn't even want to make a song. Like, I was like, man, like, I don't even want to make a song. Like, you feel me? Like, it's too real for me, like, you know? But um, I always wanted to sample that beat. And, like, the beat is like a gospel song by Kurt Franklin. Okay. So, like, the content matter had to be real, like whatever I was going to say on the beat. And, I mean, I woke up one morning and the lyrics just came to me. Like, it was kind of like Nipsey, you know, like, was giving the nigga the lyrics himself in a way. Like, I was just thinking about that shit heavily, and I just woke up with the lyrics, and they was just flowing. So I was like, fuck it, wrote that shit in my notes. Mm-hmm. And then I put it with the beat. I didn't even write it to the beat. I just wrote the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, put it to the beat. And then a the second verse I had wrote before, like, a, a long time. Okay. And I just put that on there, too, because it makes sense. I was already going to speak about, like, the hoodie and shit, like, and how we met mm-hmm. in, my, in one of my songs. But that was, I was going to do that before he passed. Okay. But when he passed, I used that verse for the Hushamu song also, so, yeah. Okay, okay. Um. So the hoodie that you speak of is the,
0: the Slauson mm-hmm. Supermall-inspired hoodie that is, like, now an official... Um, piece of merchandise for the marathon clothing store.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it was we dropped it like in twenty seventeen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so that it, was.
0: Is that still available?
1: No, nah, uh, it, it was limited a edition. Out. I mean, actually, we dropped it twenty eighteen. Okay. okay. But yeah, them is sold out. That's just like a piece of history now.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. definitely, for sure. Why that? Why that design?
1: Uh. That was another like epiphany thought I don't know how I came up with it I just So
0: Austin Supermall is such a huge staple in the community
1: It just sparked my brain and I was like damn That's the hardest shit I ever thought of <laughs> And I forgot the idea actually Once I thought of it and I was mad And then I remembered like a day later And then I hurried up and like wrote that shit down oh, Nice Can't
0: remember shit cause you do up know too many in the backwards Exactly <laughs> <laughs> Okay okay um, so I got an introduction to you through the fashion um, and then when I went to one of your Pray for the Hood events I saw you performing and I was like okay he's, a, you know, he's more than kind of just he's an all around artist basically you know um, which came first or did they come at the same time your, your music or your fashion yeah design? I would
1: say it's kind of like the same time I originally wanted to like draw shoes so I used to sketch like I used to play basketball so I was in like basketball shoes like retros, pennies Hmm. Kobe's and shit, so Mm -hmm. I used to always just get shoes and shit and then, like, I used to write raps and shit, too, like, in 7th, 8th grade like, around the same time, so so. Okay, okay
0: Who are some of your biggest fashion influences?
1: Um, for sure Kanye West Okay uh, Pharrell, Kid Cudi Um who else? I know, like, uh, my nigga Wizards, so fly. we used to, mm. <laughs> we used to fuck the Wizards and Currency and Wale, Wale, yo. Okay, okay.
0: And music influences?
1: Yeah, there's so many now, but, uh, originally, same, like, Current West, Jay-Z, like, I probably studied their music the most. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kid Cudi
0: too. So what is is next? What what are some of the things that you're working on? What are some of the things that you want to to work on or just general ideas that you want to bring to life?
1: One of my challenges right now is like Getting quality music videos and like really bringing my vision to life and really showing like my creative director side too. I be doing like creative direction. I did some on like the Old Town Road video. So yeah, I mean, and now another thing is like getting my record label started. Every nigga's a star, and then also yeah, just trying to take everything to the next level. You know.
0: Well, you should be in good company. that, you know, you got the contacts. You got, you know, you were in contact with Calmatic, and you know, he just didn't. He just win a BMA or not nominated for a BMA. Well deserved for sure. So I, I think you're in good company. Yeah, you're in good company. Um, so is there anything? That you wanted to relay to the people that you think that they should know just about you, or just where to check out your work, or be on the lookout for.
1: Yeah, Savshaw on all platforms. You could just type in Six Sav or Savshaw. It's gonna pop up 6.7 on Instagram, South Central Sav on Twitter. They banned my other Twitter, but why?
0: What
1: are you doing? I was talking about sports and shit. I, I, Got real reckless, but I think that they had like this algorithm thing where they wasn't letting you say nigga <laughs> and they was just banning people for saying nigga.
0: Okay, well, free, free Seb on Twitter. What's Every going nigga on?
1: is a star, shit. And that's, that's pretty much look out for my next project, it's gonna be bigger and better.
0: Do you have, and so,
1: oh, and if you come to the Merck Park, I'll probably be over there, so just say what's up
0: at Harang Coffee
1: her own coffee, yeah, pop up by her own, get you some smoothies or something, you know.
0: And cop you a um, make Crenshaw great again hat. Alright, well thanks for your time. I really do appreciate it.